Hey guys, um, it's been a while since I've done a podcast recording. Um, today is, today's a hard day. It's May 30th of 2020. It's currently 7.56pm. And... It's been a few days since the murder of George Floyd. And honestly, I don't even know where to start. If y'all have not been keeping up with the news, if you have not been looking at your phones within the past four or five days... You need to. Those of you who don't know what what has been happening is the Black Lives Matter movement has been consistent within these past five days because of the injustice and oppression towards African American people and the amount of countless lives lost due to pro- protesting or just living their own lives. You know, um, I will never understand the full the actual pain of what it's like to be an African American in the United States today and you'd think that 60 years after the Civil Rights Act you would think that things wouldn't be like this George Floyd was killed a few days ago by Derek Chauvin, a white, I don't know if I'm saying his name properly, but he was a white police officer. And George Floyd was apparently, he was, he was arrested because they thought that he was trying to buy a pack of cigarettes with a counterfeit $20 bill. By the way, that $20 bill was real. The police officers off of the surveillance footage had taken him into custody, put him in the car, in the police car, and they proceeded to beat George Floyd into the car in which They pulled him back out. He started resisting, obviously, because if someone's trying to beat you up, are you... you, It's a human thing to do to respond to someone who is beating you. It was four police officers against one person. 
They forced him to the ground, and police officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes. He kneeled on his neck after George repeatedly said that he couldn't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And this isn't the first time that this specific police officer, Derek Chauvin, whatever the fuck his name is, this isn't the first time that he has killed. George Floyd was killed on May 25th, 2020. And the supposedly restraint technique used by the police officer was not part of the department's training. Not not once did that department train that maneuver. There is no maneuver. He was just kneeling on his neck. And Derek, he, the police officer, was put on leave in 2011 because of an inappropriate police shooting of an Alaskan Native American, Leroy Martinez. This doesn't even, this is not even the tip of the iceberg. He shot Ira Luttrell Tolls, which, which was an unarmed black 21-year-old man in the year of 2008. He was also... Chauvin was also one of the officers who murdered Wayne Reyes, Wayne Reyes, who was a Latino man with 16 bullets, 16 bullets forced into his body, into Wayne Reyes's body, 16 bullets, a total of 42 rounds were shot off. This doesn't in in 2005 I'm looking at my notes here in 2005 Chauvin and another police officer were chasing a car in 2005 causing the death of three people to the communities united against police brutality there are 12 police brutality complaints against this one individual police officer who has been brought to the attention of killing George Floyd, but the other attention of these other people that he's killed has not been brought to his brought to the attention. There have been twelve police brutality complaints against this one police officer, and it's all in the in the da- in the database. They're all listed as closed or non-public and no discipline. Are you kidding me? A person here in the state of Texas can have marijuana in their car and they will get sentenced to I don't know how many years of prison life for having a small amount of marijuana in their car. And this murderer who has killed 
more than one person, more than two, more than three people, more than four people, more... He has not been disciplined. He, At first, they took away his job. They said... They, they took away his job. And then... Now, they've given him third degree... They've charged him with third degree murder. Third degree murder means that it was an accidental murder. How... To please, I, I want someone to tell me. How can you accidentally kneel and suffocate someone? Kneel on their neck and suffocate them for eight minutes? How can you accidentally do that? I really, I really want to know. In, like... I don't understand it. I really don't. I have some more notes here. (sighs) An African-American trans man named Tony McDade was killed by the Tallahassee Police Department one day ago. He was unarmed. You know... Everyone that is protesting, it you know what? This isn't even a protest. The, it, and it's not even riots either. This is, these are not riots. This is a rebellion. Because when a group of oppressed people re, like resist state-sanctioned violence, that is considered as rebellion. And you know what? It's for a good cause. Because the police, the jobs of police were made so that, I, I, did, I did a report on this. I read a book, I did a book report in a full-on essay about police brutality and how just... The system, the systematic injustice that is there towards African-American people because the police system was meant, it was made to quote-unquote keep African-American people or black people in line, to silence them, to take away their rights. That is what the police force was made for. Not to not to protect us, you know. It was to take away the rights and strip down African American people and degrade them. And, you know, I'm not surprised that most of, of the people in these police departments, you know, there was one who was found with a KKK application in his home. And, of course, he was fired from his job after they found that out. And they said, quote-unquote, we weren't surprised. 
Well, I'm not surprised that there are people still in the police force who are in the KKK, who are white supremacists, who are racist, who are taking advantage of their white privilege, who are discriminating against black people. Maybe they're not discriminating against black people um, so straightforwardly, but they are treating African-American people differently. They are not being treated equally. There was a, um, I believe it was a white journalist and a African-American journalist who were at the um, protest for, for George Floyd. And they were both taken and the black journalist was treated much differently from the white journalist. That can't... (laughs) Are you... It's just something my mind cannot wrap around. Really. Seattle PD officer... Officer Campbell maced a nine-year-old. Okay? Seattle PD. And then there was a protest in Atlanta. Chief of police in Atlanta talked to everyone in the protest crowd yesterday. And she was listening to everyone. She was answering everyone's questions. She hated that there was injustice within the police departments just in general and she even sent away a a police officer that was being assholes that was being an asshole to the protesters she sent them away um i'm i'm saying this now Police, not all police officers are bad. I, I fully understand that. But there are more bad police officers than there, are, than there are good. That's just how it is. And we need to change that. We can't say, it is what it is. No, we can't. We cannot just sit back and say, it is what it is, and continue with our lives of seeing this oppression and injustice towards multiple people African American people people of color all lives matter but not until black lives matter I have so many notes on here it just it really just pisses me off I will, like I said, I will never truly know the oppression of black people, ever. You know, my brother, my brother is, is African American. And I, I just want to show you, I want to, I want to talk to you 
about how my brother, my half-brother, Javon, he was recently wanting to go to medical school. He was getting a bunch of interviews uh, that they would fly, fly him out to that medical school so that they would have an interview with him. And he was on the crossroads of deciding whether or not to keep his afro. My brother is African-American and he was growing an afro. He's just known for his afro. He loves his afro. And he wanted, he was being interviewed by this one school and he asked his he's he's a chemist so he asked his um his friends at his job his co-workers if he should cut it if he shouldn't cut it and they said i know this is an ugly thing thing to say but if you an african-american man walk in there for that interview and you have that afro are you going to be taken seriously part of the afro is my brother's identity the part of his african american identity you know it's what it's a part of him and he's t- he's hearing the people who he works with, the people he's friends with, telling him to cut his hair because who knows? Another point was brought up that who knows? The people who interview you, you don't know if they're a little racist. And maybe if you did cut your hair, you would get into that school. Or what if you didn't cut your hair? They wouldn't accept you into that school because of his hair. My brother called my mom, and he was crying over the phone because the idea of everyone around him telling him to cut his hair, to cut something that is a reminder of himself, to just throw it away. And... I told him, don't cut your hair. Because if they are too ignorant, if they are too blinded by racism and white privilege, then they don't deserve you at that medical school. They do not deserve you. And that's just something I didn't understand. Because I would never have to deal with that. I would never have to think, oh, well, I don't know if I I can get into this school because I'm African American or I present myself a certain way. I'm not African American. I am white passing, what they say, what they call white passing. I'm half white, half, half Mexican, and you know, I've been called a cracker before, but does that hurt me in any way? No, it doesn't. And the fact that people are are thinking that the word cracker and the N-word 
have the same amount of potency to the word or meaning towards the word you you're stu are you you are stupid have 600 plus years of your people been enslaved raped mentally and physically degraded for for 600 plus years no white people have not been degraded enslaved raped for 600 plus years due to their color of their skin no so no the word cracker has cannot even be in comparison to the n-word are you insane I just there's a lot of people out there protesting right now there's actually a protest here in my city that's tomorrow at 6pm in front of the courthouse and I just want everyone to be safe and you know the rioting and whatnot. I'm not going to tell you what to do or what not to do, but I I don't think that's the proper way of doing it. Looting stores and stuff. I mean, look, whenever Target there in um, whenever tar- the Target was burned down. That target was known for supplying money to uh, the police department there. The, the very police department that, that Derek Chauvin was part of. Um, that target would, su- would supply them with money. Um, and you know what, Target? <laughs> target has enough insurance to cover everything. They really do. They are a multi-millionaire um, company. They are just fine. That is not going to do one damn thing to them. And the fire that started... <laughs> the fire that started was caused by an undercover police officer. I have his name in here somewhere. Let me see. I have so many notes. I'm losing my mind. Okay. His name is Jacob Peterson of St. Paul PD. And the underco- this undercover cop started that target fire. And it just progressed. Not to mention that that cops are putting old police cars in the middle of the streets so that protesters can bash in the windows, can vandalize the cop car, they can turn it on fire, whatever they want to make protesters look bad, to look malicious. And if you don't see that 
as fucked up of the police officers setting up hundreds and thousands of people to look bad for standing up for a a, a situation my words right now i'm just so filled with anger i'm i just can't believe that this is the america we live in that i live in because growing up you know you're you're meant to read a bunch of history books and you're meant to read just things about how great America is, you know, oh yeah, we love Columbus, you know, he sold the ocean blue in 1492, well, little did y'all know that Columbus killed, murdered, you know, raped multiple Native Americans, not to mention he, he brought a bunch of diseases, (laughs) he did, to the Americas. And whatever we've been being taught in our history books, how can we how can we listen to that when only in our history books it usually shows how America conquers all, how America is this big, amazing, beautiful country, and that we are number one. Well, you know what? We're number one in coronavirus right now. We are the most economically behind country, according to... I, I forgot. I read it. I read it somewhere. That, that other countries consider us the most behind. And I agree. And you know what? I don't even know if this movement is going to be put in the history books whenever my children are in school. I don't know. Will, or if it, if it does make the history books, is it going to be portrayed correctly? Or is the government going to take hold and twist words, twist, just twist everything? Is that what they're going to do? I will never understand it. The America I was born and raised into, I didn't know how unjust it is here sure it's it's not it's not as worse as um fucking venezuela you know it's not as bad there people come here to america because it's portrayed as this utopia this perfect country that you can have the american dream well what is the american dream anymore white supremacy Of like <laughs> white supremacy, poorness, 
lack of just humanity is that what the American dream is what is the American dream anymore what I was brought up to see the American dream is much different than the one that I see today it is corrupt it is not a dream to live in America anymore through my eyes It's it's like I don't even want to associate with being an American anymore. I refuse to stand to the Pledge of Allegiance or to the National Anthem. I refuse to put my hand over my heart and say with liberty and justice for all because obviously there's not there's not liberty and justice for all there is liberty and justice for white people white privilege white is not right all the goddamn time and i'm tired of seeing it And, you know, we, I feel like we can't even trust the news anymore. Because there's, you know, there were news outlets. Mainly right-winged Republican news outlets. Who were showing video clips of all these, all these protests and riots. And they added shooting sounds to the videos when there was none. To make the protester look like savages or worse than it was. Speaking of Republicans, Donald Trump. Let's talk about the, the Cheeto in office right now. That I hope you get your ass up off the couch on November 3rd to go vote. Vote him out. I understand that the the candidates that we have right now are still not good <laughs> but we we have no other choice we the people have been backed up into a corner but let, let's talk about trump's tweets here for a second because i feel like i should all we should all uh see it hear it so on the first of this month donald trump tweeted um the governor of Michigan should give a little and put out the fire. These are very good people, but they are angry. They want their lives back again safely. See them, talk to them, make a deal. And this was Donald Trump talking about the protest of people in Michigan, the protest about having to stay in for the goddamn coronavirus. Because they want to get their hair done. They want to get the, their nails done. They want to get everything done, you know? This is what, that's what he said about that protest, okay? When at that protest were hordes of angry white folks with guns. They were, they were pointing guns at these officers in Michigan during a protest and this is what, what Donald Trump tweeted, right? 
Okay. And so this is what Donald Trump tweeted for the protest. A full with black protesters who were protesting for Black Lives Matter. They were promoting Black Lives Matter. And this is what he had to say on that matter. Dot, 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 dot. These thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And I won't let that happen. Just spoke to the governor, Tim Waltz, and told him that the military is with, with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume to, we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. Exclamation point. He tweeted that on May 28th, 2020. And I want you to see, to, I, you, I'm sure you hear the difference between those two tweets. He called African-American people thugs. He gave the green light, quote-unquote, any difficulty, and we will assume control, but when the looting starts, the shooting starts. He gave the, the green light to shoot people at these peaceful protests to shoot African-American people, to shoot protesters, peaceful protesters, and never in a million years did I think a, a president, my president, who I don't claim is my president, first of all, justifies and tells people to go on ahead and kill people who are protesting. Let that sink in for a bit. Let it just sink in. I went to school with people in, um, I went to a Catholic school private catholic school now let me tell you almost everyone in that in that school were preppy rich people you know every single one of their parents voted for donald trump i saw the issue there i wasn't going to vote for hillary i i wasn't all for hillary i wasn't all for donald trump either i wasn't i Saw both of them as a bad choice. But you just see the ignorance right now. During this whole coronavirus thing right now, we have seen that corporations, companies, the government does not give two shits about the American people. You know what they care about? Money. That is all they care about, is money. You know what? At the end of the day, when, it's the, when it starts to be at the, the end of the fucking world, and all these businesses are done, and guess, guess what? Money is not going to have value anymore. We're going to go back to trading, to compromising, to helping people. Not who gives a 
a flying fuck of how much money you have right now. <laughs> with this, with the, the whole Black Lives Matter movement right now, it's kind of, we've, we've forgotten about the coronavirus a little bit. We have. And it's just, I, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. My phone lagged out. I don't know, I don't know what happened to my phone, but I think I was talking about the president and his very interesting tweets. Um, like I said, he gave the green light to go ahead and shoot these protesters, shoot, um, these African-American protesters, people of color, supporters, just, it's insane, and let's see. Let me, let me look at my notes here. 14-year-old beaten by a white police officer. There's a video on Twitter surfacing, you know, going around. I'm sure if you uh, look it up, it'll pop right up. California police investigated for punching a 14-year-old boy on video. Okay. Denver, Colorado, Jennifer Watson ran over a pedestrian protester with her SUV yesterday. Brianna Taylor shot eight times on March 13th, 2020. The police raided the wrong house in Louisville and shot her eight times. 14-year-old Brazilian boy in Rio was killed last week. He was inside with his family and was shot by police. 70 bullet holes were found in his house. And with everything unfolding right now, just seeing so much corruption and injustice and ignorance, I just... I can't just sit back anymore and do nothing. I'm 18 now. I'm going to college. You know, I was going to go to college for a psychology major. Until it just hit me that... Everything that's happening... Needs to be changed... And how can I do that? I've noticed I've always had a passion for politics. For, I'm I'm very headstrong. I'm very opinionated. I say what I say and I say what I mean and I stand by it. So, I changed my major from psychology to political science. And I hope... 
that I can go to law school and make a change and make a difference because I am tired of living in the America that we call America today. That's just, I'm tired of seeing so many people in pain, so many people not brought to justice, countless people being murdered, prosecuted unjustly. It's not right. And I can't just sit back and watch something unfold, something so inhumane unfold before me. And I just can't do it anymore. Black lives matter. And if that can't get into your thick skull, then I don't know what else will. I... George Floyd was killed. Eric Gardner said the same thing. He was a man that was killed by police officers in 2015, 2014. He said, I can't breathe. He repeatedly said that he couldn't breathe. And George Floyd, he said, I can't breathe. Tamir Tamir Rice, 12 years old, killed by Cleveland, Ohio police because he was playing with a toy gun. Michael, Michael Brown was 18 years old, lived in Ferguson, Missouri. 2014, he was killed by police. Freddie Gray, 2015, he was killed by police. Philando Castile, he was killed in 2016 by police. Alton Sterling, 2016, killed by police. John Crawford, 2014, he was killed by police. Breonna Taylor, shot eight times by police. So many other people. Unnamed, unknown, not televised, not talked about of their deaths because their deaths have been caused by police officers. I'm tired. I am angry and I'm tired of seeing so many people being unjust and mistreated. You think after 60 years, things would be different, but compare pictures from 60 years ago to pictures now, you see the same thing. Police killing African American people, mistreating them. We still don't have equality. White supremacists, KKK members are still out there. People who abuse their white privilege are still out there. People who think that white privilege isn't a thing, people are still out there like that. I'm no longer sitting here and not doing anything anymore.
I changed my major for college. And I plan on keeping it that way and helping others who need help. Bringing justice to those who need justice. Supporting those who need support. I know I haven't really gotten too political on here, but it's about goddamn time. I'm just going to leave this here with saying Black lives matter. All lives matter. But all lives will matter until black lives matter. Not all cops are bad. But the majority of cops are bad. We can change. Millennials can rebuild America and make it so that there isn't injustice, that there isn't discrimination, and that there isn't maliciousness here in America. We will rebuild and rebrand the American dream. You just have to make that step. Make the change now. This is Victoria Smith signing off. Not sure what episode of my podcast this is, but it's the most important one I've ever made. So, if you have anything to say on this matter, don't be afraid to talk to me about it. This isn't a touchy subject to me, it's a real subject. So, if you want to talk about this, or you want to talk about Trump, or Republicans, or Democrats, talk to me about it. We can have a conversation about it. Civilized conversation about it. Alright. Later, skaters.